0: The following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
2: about you, Cowboys? Yes! Go Cowboys! This,
1: this is Talkin' Cowboys. This, 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 Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys
3: World Headquarters
1: at the Star in Frisco. Frisco.
2: Streaks in. Streaks in. In. Touchdown! <laughs> has second. it, Prescott keeps it <laughs> and
4: he bangs it into the touchdown.
1: And now, your hosts, Isaiah Standback, Isaiah Stanback, Nick Harris, John Machoda and Kyle Yeomans. It's a wonderful Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. We are live from the Star in Frisco, Texas and the SWBC Mortgage Studios alongside Nick Harris, Isaiah Stanback, John Machoda. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, how we doing here on this Wednesday,
0: doing pretty fantastic. Can't lie. Yeah, yeah, it's been a good morning. I'm um, excited to dive into this one. It was a lot happening in the building yesterday. Hey. You know how like typically on Tuesdays it's pretty dead around here. Yeah, well, not today. Wasn't a dull Tuesday around here yesterday. So, no. Um, we'll we'll dive into it though. And
1: W not only stands for Wednesday and wonderful, but it also stands for it's a purple rain day. That, that the purple doesn't start with a W. That's yeah,
2: okay. You know, it does today. <laughs> today it does, Kyle.
1: It does Washington, Washington, uh, Washington for yeah, everybody. But that's, out so that's there. what I'm trying. That's what with. I'm trying yeah, to go. It's purple in. rain. That's you just hashtag. decided to just. To, I was trying rain. to set you up for.
2: I know. That's okay. I mean, hashtag purple rain. Just put it on there.
1: I'm gonna keep saying that you're wearing a medium. Then <laughs> <laughs> under that hoodie is a sh-medium sh-medium medium Washington shirt. That's what it look look is. At that, huh? Yeah. Look at mm-hmm. that. You know yeah.
2: what? Actually, before we get into the show. Oh no. Oh god. Oh lord. I didn't bring Nick anything because I know Nick <laughs> Nick would not appreciate this. But <laughs> Nick,
1: oh,
2: some beads from Louisiana. You know what I mean? Let's go yeah, from the boot. You know what I'm saying? Here you go, sir. Oh, okay. There you go. John I, I left. Some? I left Nick. Out, I know Nick wouldn't want it, so I just left Yeah, him. Nick uh, would not like appreciate this. that. Thank you. No problem, brother. Would you, you wear
1: it if you, you would have brought it? I would. You yes. would?
2: Oh, I have one at the house for you. Then
1: no, don't worry about here, it. I'll I'll no, worry about here, it. Here, it's fine. I have it. you No, it's fine. It's fine. It's good. Hello, you
2: dumb. you. How was it? I may or may not have some for Nick, huh? How was it? It was good. It was good. It was a good time, man. Yeah. Good time. Yeah, no, it was good. Um unfortunately it was too good of a game. You know, I was hoping for more of a blowout, but <laughs> You weren't gonna get that, that wasn't anything. gonna happen. It could have easily happened. It was if there's better time management.
0: I tell you what, that fumble in the fourth quarter from Texas down like near the twenty five yard line, that killed him. Like that was that was the killer. You know they what? were scoring it? on that. Flea drive.
2: flickers when you're up. <laughs> killed it when you could easily just drove the ball down. I yeah.
0: love Sark sometimes, but man, other times it's like dog. <laughs> let's let's get come, this out of.
3: Come, come on, come <laughs> on. What's up, JM? What's up? What's up? How are you, sir? I'm I'm good. What's that hat say. Oh, it's Travis Matthew.
2: Always on vacation. <laughs> huh?
3: Yeah, I am. Always. Yeah. I'm happy for you though. No, that was good, man. I wanted whoever was going to get the best chance to beat Michigan. So
2: Yeah, one more game to go. <laughs>
3: I think that's y'all. This is cool. Bro. You don't think it's Florida State? Mm. Well, <laughs> I, I will. I will say, watching that Alabama-Michigan game, I was like, man, these are the two teams that you just yeah. can't get on that level, huh? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Then couldn't, couldn't play against them, huh? All did that, that hurt a little
1: bit more, like just watching that game and knowing, like having that that thought process the whole time? Mm.
3: Did it? No, did it... I mean, because I mean. T- To win it all they would have needed jordan travis and so when he got hurt i knew they were probably done and then also just watching like washington uh against oregon and then in this game against texas like they're just playing at such a high level i mean Penix is is playing at the highest level that any quarterback i mean he's playing like one of those quarterbacks you're like oh yeah this is the type of guy that when you play like that you can win a national championship you Mm -hmm. know so um i'm trying to think of who anybody else that's that's been on that level even bo nix hasn't been like that jordan travis when he was healthy wasn't like that Yours wasn't like that. I'm trying to think. Am I forgetting anybody? Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, uh, not there's, really. there's only that
3: elite few. Again, I, again, I'm a Florida State fan, so, Sure. So I've seen yeah. Jaden Daniels, and I don't think he's that either. <laughs> so um, he did not play well in either of the games against Florida State. I mean, so I wouldn't put him on that level either. But the way Penix is playing, yeah, yeah, I think I think they got a great chance. So. Yeah.
2: You gotta be pumped, man. It's good, man. It's not, the job's not finished.
3: Yeah. No no, no definitely not finished. Not. But happy, happy to be happy. Oh, an I meant like you get a chance it's in Houston. It's yeah, you know I get, the you drive get to
2: drive down there? I mean, I was gonna go. Yeah, you know, I mean that's that's the plan. I flew down to Vegas. I drove down to New Orleans. I'm definitely driving down to H Town.
0: If it was mm-hmm. in like the Bahamas would you fly out there for Just it
2: bro, I'm gonna row my boat <laughs> <laughs> CIC, like, row my exactly. like a in a like a blow-up boat and like not awesome. a real boat I saw of my old teammates man it was so cool yeah so cool man did you see um, the center my that old... had butt sweat what did you see I did not I saw him in Vegas sweat? though Oh, okay. I saw him in Vegas and I told him what? about the show. I have to find oh, the episode. Guy. Yeah. I oh. told him about the episode. I saw Brad. He ran up on me and I told him, I said, I have to find the episode How and quick? Send it Were to you, you like, whoa, 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 whoa? I know, right? <laughs> but I saw all my other office alignment um, down here in New Orleans. Actually, my wife and I were actually walking on the streets down there on Bourbon Street and somebody was like, there goes Zeke. I was like, who killed? Who, 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 There's only so many people that know me as Zeke. And I turned around. It's like all, oh, like two of my office alignment and one of my tight ends. I'm like, yo, what's up? Why Zeke? It was my my mom calls me Zeke. I don't know oh, Zeke, okay. Zay, Zeus. Okay, so those were your names. At that yeah, time. Okay. I mean, I mean, you've I changed. Have a... Yeah, <laughs> Shit, I got <laughs> everybody on this show Dread. was like, "What was Ezekiel Elliott yeah, doing in like New Red. Orleans?" Zeke, Zay, Zeus. Those are kind of my my nicknames. That's, That's funny. People Zeus. called
3: uh, Isaiah Thomas Zeke too. Interesting. So maybe it has something to do with an Isaiah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isaiah. Kind of like a... I'm sure
2: he'll be down here. I'll see him yeah. too.
3: Zeke. Oh, I meant, uh, I meant the original, sorry. Oh, the, the original. Detroit Pistone. <laughs> yeah. Not that one. Oh, that one I've <laughs> only met him once. Okay, okay. I've only met him once. <laughs> no, but I didn't even think about it at time. that time. Like, Not your sure
2: lonely, actually. I say. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Yeah. The,
3: the guy he was named after. Hey, <laughs>
2: yeah. Hey, how about the Seattle Kraken, huh? I don't know. It
3: was, winter it was classic. really
2: cool. Yeah, it was cool.
3: First right, shutout in winter classic into, history. Let's get
0: just into saying. news and notes. <laughs> we know, we've had enough Washington talk. I know. Just really fast. The fish
2: being thrown in the intro. That was awesome. That was awesome. But anyway, He tried to bypass that. It's okay. Yeah, 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 it, it was, was really it was pretty cool, cool.
0: Pretty but no <laughs> um, <go> stars <laughs> anyway uh, news and notes, so yeah, as I mentioned, you know typically it 's a dead Tuesday around here was not the case yesterday, um, almost as soon as we got out of our show caught word that uh, Lyle Collins would be working out yesterday as well as Damian Wilson. Two former uh, Cowboys uh, Wilson played and left around 2018. Um, He was drafted in the fourth round of the 2015 draft, and then uh, Lyle Collins, if you remember, went undrafted in the 2015 draft after a couple of uh, uh, pre-draft intricacies. Um, They they cleared his name, and he was able to hop on the Cowboys, played until 2021. Uh, Tore his ACL last year with the Bengals, but uh, has been rehabbing and doing a lot of things over the offseason to get back to to being uh, game ready. So the Cowboys brought him in for a workout, and they signed him yesterday. So uh, it's going to be uh, it's, it's Lyle Collins back in the building on the practice squad. That's where he'll start at least. Uh, and from the conversations that you know we had yesterday, um, they they really liked where Lyle was at. So um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. They add offensive line depth and probably one of the the guys I would not have had on my bingo card.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, uh, both of those guys, like you said, playing with the cowboys for a significant amount of time and i was with barry church yesterday we were filming hit sticks whenever that news came down and i I asked barry i was like so are you getting the call anytime soon because both of those guys played with barry so that begs the question and isaiah which one of your teammates would be the most likely to get a call to still be able to play My teammates. Yeah, yeah. If if they got a call today, who was? Yeah, maybe Tom Brady. Brady, Brady, boss. (laughs) Matthew Slater. He's still playing. Yeah, he's still going. He's still going. Mercedes Lewis. Yeah. Yep. Anybody on the on your Cowboys teams? That we get a call from the Cowboys? No, nah, bro.
2: Them yeah. guys are old now.
1: <laughs> I'm old, now. I was just curious if there's anybody out there. Those
0: were some kind of old teams, too. Like, I think back to those teams, I don't remember, like, a ton of, like... youngsters. A ton of them. Like, Tyron yeah. Smith was young at the time, but,
3: like, I don't, I don't know. Like, are you guys expecting, like, Lyle Collins to play this season for the Dallas Scouts? No. no.
2: Not really. Are you? No.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> no, just, I, I thought you were going to gonna get say you, he was getting called to gauge up this
2: week, yeah. and... Yeah, no. Uh, the thing if is... is there's a, I think there's a high... prop If they're... I think there's a higher probability than people would, would imagine. So higher injury. higher
3: probability than Martavius Bryant.
1: Yes, cuz I put him on a similar Yes,
3: pick. higher would than Martavius Bryant. I would say yeah. higher
1: just because of the offensive line state currently. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. like like yeah. Like wide it, receiver, if you had some wide receiver injuries then then Bryant would be Yeah, higher that would be the, the one list. way. It'd
3: yeah. Injuries, yeah.
1: But if there's for no Bryant, injuries for up Bryant, front. But, well, both just, ways. I think it would take injuries for Collins to get up there, too. It would yes. take yeah, yeah, a, a Tyron yeah, yeah. or a go or somebody like that. Adoga still battling what he's battling. Like yeah, It would take something like that for
3: him to be out man, there. Man, did not play all year, and then all of a sudden you're going to play in January? Yeah. A full game? T.Y. Hilton? <laughs> 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 he didn't do that, though. He I, you I, had I a little bit of a ramp up. I don't know the background in either one of these, so I'm just asking. Carl, who I don't, do you think yeah. showed up in better shape? Lyle Collins Definitely or T.Y. Definitely Lyle. Definitely, Lyle. Lyle. I think okay.
2: Lyle's a I mean, he can step in and play. You
3: you think he showed up in better better uh, uh, conditioning I'm, than Ty I'm, Hilton?
2: My understanding, from what I've seen from Lyle, I've never really seen him like just out of shape.
3: Yeah. Like that, uh, so. There were a couple oh, training mean, like, camps where he was out of shape. I'm, I'm I'm think, of I don't think. I don't think when that of yeah. Bryant looked out of shape.
2: But no. no. I mean, but he's. I mean, but the receivers that you have on the field aren't all being utilized. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, let me be clear. I'm up. not
3: talking about like looking overweight and looking like a mess and yeah. then just being like showing up. I'm talking about like. You're in January. All of that no, conditioning you would no. get during, a, you know, a training camp season, all that stuff like yeah. that. You know, like, yeah. I think it would be tough.
2: But Brian's a tall dude, by the way. Yeah,
3: he's he on the is. elevator yeah. leaving yeah. the game. I was
1: like, bro. Yeah, he's
0: he's a, he's tall. He's a tall drink of water. Yeah. The
1: the one thing I did hear yesterday, just from talking with some of the staff throughout, is that when Lyle did come in, one of the I'm not going to say a name or any, anything, but somebody said. um We'd be crazy not to sign him. He looks yeah. great. Like, that was that's just awesome. kind of the—that's paraphrasing, but it, that was kind of the way that it was said, was looks great. He, he looks like he's ready. He's able to go. So maybe I, I think you're, you're on to something about maybe moving in the right direction. Is it expected for him to play? No, I don't think so either. I think I'm right there with you. I don't think he plays unless something crazy happens in front, and hopefully that doesn't happen.
3: Just and if around. he plays well, then that makes our jobs great because it's really easy to write and talk about. Yeah, I mean that's a that would nice be a comeback. pretty wild story. Be an awesome yeah. story. He stepped in and played in some big games for them. Yeah. in the playoffs that would be a pretty wild story. Question: How close he is with Dak and all that? Question from the text line here. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Eight four
1: five says: What does the Lyell signing say about Awesome Richards? Does that say anything about the rookie?
0: Um, I I just don't think they're ready to put him on the field yet. I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's necessarily like he's cooked. I, I, it's just a development thing. I mean, he's a yeah. fifth round pick. It's going to take some time. Um, Lyle's probably you know eventually like once he gets a little ramp up, he would be more reliable as a depth option than Awesome at that point.
3: Good that's my that's my take on it. <laughs> no, I agree with that too for sure. I uh, and then just the veteran experience that he that Lyle Collins has. I think that 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 opportunity probably helps him, his chances a little bit more. With Richards does, just because it's not now doesn't mean that they're looking at him like, oh, this isn't going to be the guy that we thought we drafted. I mean, I just don't think they probably love the idea right now of throwing yeah. him out there. And like, he's a great locker room guy,
1: too. That's A yeah. the, the, lot of people in that locker room. I remember when he was released, Dak Prescott was talking about how much he meant to that team in that locker room whenever that time came around. So
0: He's got his Louisiana fishing buddy back.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And Lyle still lives in the area. He still has a yeah. house up up. Uh, up north, mm-hmm. so has an opportunity to come back and, and play for the team that that took a chance on him initially. So, um the
0: uh, next thing we'll dive into here is uh, Dalvin Cook was uh, released to waivers mm. uh, yesterday. Um, it's it's kind of cooked up some, some some talk on Twitter, and what did it's there. it's uh, it's did I do something? Oh, I, I didn't cooked mean that. to do that. I didn't mean to do that. Um, I, I think people are kind of split down the middle on whether Dalvin Cook would be useful to this team and useful to this running game right now. I am on Team No. I'm curious what you guys are on. <laughs> and I'm ready to fight the case on Team No. In I'm case on Team No. Ah, wow, go. really? Let's go. Let's go. I, this is we the joined
1: first folks. time I think I've ever heard of a big-name free agent that comes available at a <clears throat> crucial time of the year, and Isaiah is just like, mmm. Because
2: of where he came from, uh-huh. the style of play that they have, uh-huh. and how they didn't want him.
3: Mm. Okay. I'm Team Florida State, but yeah, I'm Team No. Too. <laughs> yeah. a I years was ago, I was waiting on John a couple years of ago, Florida absolutely. State. But I mean, this past year hasn't been hasn't been great. So. Yeah, I think it's like less than three yards a carry, three yards a carry, something like that. Yeah.
1: With with all the injuries, I mean, it, and by injuries, I mean you're out of elevations for, for Malik Davis. Rico Dowdle is banged up. You've seen what Deuce Vaughn can do as a number two, at least for one game. I mean, you don't kick the tires, at least. You don't bring him in and at least give him an opportunity. I don't know if I'm on team yes or team no. I would rather see him first. You were
2: on team no when he was free before. Yeah, but that would as a as an organization.
1: That's what I. That's what yeah. I. So I if you're
2: on too. if you're on team no when the hype was was up but there, you had four healthy running backs. It doesn't matter when the, if you're on team no and Dalvin Cook was healthy. Dalvin Cook going into the season, you thought he was the 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 pre existing Dalvin Cook, and now he goes on a roster and doesn't get utilized. Seemingly has beef with the organization. Mm-hmm. They mutually decide to part ways. He doesn't have any effectiveness in the game whatsoever for that team. Mm-hmm. And there's supposed to be a two headed monster there. And then they let him go. Why would you now be on team like, just because you have one guy with an, with an ankle sprain?
0: There is one answer to that question to play devil's advocate is money. It would be a lot cheaper than it, it would, would have been uh, at that okay. point. A lot so.
1: cheaper. You had four healthy running backs, including a guy you just franchise tagged that you thought would be a thousand yard rusher and be an impact player yeah. for your team. And he hasn't been that yet. Is it, is it I, his I, fault, though? Is it Tony Pollard's fault? Yes. No. Okay. It's not all Tony Pollard's so say, fault. Yes. Not so entirely.
2: Yeah, not entirely. It part partially. I mean, if yeah, but but Barry there's a greater, Sanders, he's Barry Sanders. But, a, there's a greater. I mean, Barry. There's only one Barry. That's what I'm saying. So, like. I mean, there's a blocking issue on with this offense right now. Okay, just assignment wise, the guys aren't getting the job done. Assignment wise, it would be a lot easier to sit up here and say yes to Dalvin Cook if it was a oh Tony Pollard's just not showing like he has the juice or tony baller is just not showing the agility or the speed or whatever it might be that's not the case not from the film i'm watching right um there are, are there plays that he could have did better absolutely you can say that about any player that steps on the field but i think it's more of a scheme issue and a blocking issue assignment issue more so than it is a running back issue now mm-hmm. would you like to have more depth absolutely you sure. always like to have more depth deuce vaughn hasn't had a chance to prove right now himself. you have zero depth and and that's uh, that uh, that sounds like it's a slight to to Deuce Vaughn, but I uh, I mean that's just kind of how it is. I, right now. I don't know. I, I, one thing. So like, first of all, number one, I to, I told you just during the game, Tony Pollard's blocking is being overlooked drastically. Oh, He's been insane. Yeah, he has been a He's lot better. He's been for sure. absolutely amazing.
0: It might be what like really gets him a deal. Absolutely. in the offseason. His yeah. blocking, blocking
1: has gone from uh, yes, uh, a serviceable reliability to one of the best. In
2: yeah, the he's beasting out in, in, the, in the blocking scheme in terms of pass blocking. So for those that have not been watching all 22 and looking at that aspect of his game, give him some respect in that regard. On the backside, okay, in terms of who's behind him, Rico, from my understanding, Rico's not going to be out for too long, right? Right. So Rico's coming back most likely, right? Now whether he is plays he? this week or whether he plays next week, nobody knows, right? But like most like Rico seemingly is going to be back. That's me they haven't projecting. put them on IR, so, yeah. Yeah. so that's me projecting, right? So you're going to have your two-headed monster there. So then, all of a sudden, you don't have a depth issue. Is it a two-headed monster though? It can, it should be, it should be. But like I gonna say it's not because of the lack of execution from that from that position. If you didn't have talent at that position, I would be all about trying to find some other resources. But that's not your issue. They 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 address their issue. They went out and got a backup office alignment. That's where the issue's at. <clears throat> Do you think? The the run blocking problem
1: is due to a lack of schematics or a lack of personnel. I mean, where do you feel like the blame lies? There
2: oh, it's just a little bit of both. It'd be hard for me, hard pressed for me to just put my finger one or on one or more than the other.
1: I'm going to go both, and I'll give you reasons yeah. for both.
0: We can talk scheme first. And shout out to John Owning from PFF. He put out this number yesterday, and it was pretty interesting. The Cowboys are 28th in outside zone usage uh, this season. And whenever you think about Tony Pollard and what he excels <laughs> at, what like he does. that's that's that's. I mean, he's he is sneaky good between the tackles when Mm -hmm. he gets going he can Mm -hmm. find that little rhythm and he can kind of have that snake-like effect uh, between the tackles but you get him out in space that's when he's best utilized um and then personnel i I, I think there have been some holes this season especially when all five of those guys are not healthy Uh, it's tough to be able to stack good reps with that um i I think a couple of guys have taken steps forward in in run blocking this year but i don't think all five have and especially there, they're right in the middle i think it's i think that's where you kind of look
3: i'm already at the point where i don't think it's going to get fixed yeah. I think you, you're gonna. the best chance you got is to pass your way out of it where, you know, I, I believe that, like, who's going to st- – Who? what's the best chance to step up in the playoffs? Like, you already know what you have with CeeDee Lamb. Is it that run game? Is it going to be Ferguson, Gallup, Tolbert, Brandon Cooks? To me, I think it would be more for Brandon Cooks. I think that that's the way that, mm-hmm. you know, if you tell me they make a deep playoff run, you probably show me the stats and Brandon Cooks took on a bigger role. I think yeah. that's more likely to happen than, no, it, it was crazy. We, we got to January. Just try to run in it. Like, I just, I don't see this as too big of a sample. That 110 happened, no. yards
2: a game. Yeah. That, do you, like, do you, in your heart, okay, and then you deep, dive, deep, 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 dive in your heart, You're okay. okay? I'm okay. <laughs> I didn't have my black rifle coffee cup. Dive, deep, deep <laughs> like, dive. Six, 16 hours of driving over the last two days. Um, do you honestly, don't do it. Do you honestly believe it's down? That <laughs> it's down. No, I don't need it. That this running game. The lack of production in this running game is going to allow for them to have a deep playoff run and ultimately try to walk away with a Lombardi.
3: I think you it would be tough to do that without at least one game where you're like, damn, that running game really showed so you up. So, three, say three out of really four tough. games, you're okay going without a solid I don't think game. you're okay, but I, I think that you have a chance. I, I think, with the especially if, if they get the two seed, you play two of those playoff games at home. I really like your chances of winning both of those games, even without a really good running game. It's when you get to most likely yep. San Francisco in the NFC Championship game, and so to me, it—I don't like the chances there of them winning that game. Maybe the running game does show up there, but I'm just at a point now where I—I'm I, I, not counting on it. I feel, I feel like if, if, if you feel that way too, yeah, I feel yeah, like that same. Twenty-five percent,
2: twenty-five percent of your games in the playoffs.
3: You 50. think n- n- it's 50. more so? It's that's two.
1: It's more right, so front loaded. Yeah. It's front loaded. It's it's I'm 50%. I think you can win the first two games with what you have shown on film mm. right now. I give you first game. That's it. That's Wild it. card Detroit, or you bound your bound the divisional game. I give you one game. You, you might be right. Just beat him. You might be right. This ain't playoffs. That's how crucial a run is. It's not game playoffs, is. talk. It, hey, it ain't
0: playoffs. I'm Trust aware, them. but like Jonathan Hankins will be back, too. I mean, there's 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 different pieces for both, both I, I'm, sides. I'm hearing I understand you. where you're coming I'm from. I'm hearing
2: you.
3: I
0: understand where
2: you're
3: coming this from. This is playoffs. There's Which, just, I mean, if there's I'm, no, gonna, I'm just going to say something stupid that I don't even know if it's the case or not. Go for it. There's just, I find it hard to believe that every team that's won the Super Bowl has just done like, had run, ran the ball really well every one of those years. Okay. So I, just, agree. I, I agree. I
1: agree. Mean, I just,
3: there's so many teams that have won the Super Bowl that you look back on that you're just like, they won because of this reason or other. It is Because I feel like if that was the case, every single team would be built around the run. Every yeah. single one. A couple I'm not, I'm of those t- Chiefs teams with Clyde edwards E'Laire was yeah. off.
1: I, that,
2: on the ball. I, I all, get it, but we're, 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 I'm, not, I'm not comparing to any other team. I'm talking about what the Dallas Cowboys need to be. The way that to. they're built. I'm talking about the Dallas Cowboys. I ain't also, talking about the Chiefs. You're also talking there. about Super Bowl runs. I, I am talking about Super Bowl <laughs> runs. Okay, but I'm talking about Super Bowl runs and the path in which they're going to have to take to get there, yeah. right? You're not talking about the other divisions. You're not talking about those other teams. Like, the Dallas Cowboys need to be able to run the ball if they want to go out there and get a Lombardi. They All need, right, to, go. Go. They need go.
3: to be able to run for 100, 125 yards,
2: like, without even blinking.
3: Yeah. So, in the three game or the four games that the Packers won in 2010 under McCarthy, the, the wild card game, they ran for 138. The divisional round game, they ran for 96 yards. The conference championship, 120. And in the Super Bowl, win over those Steelers, they ran for 50 yards. 50? 50 yards. Oh, wow. Name their running back on that team. Dog. Oh, their lead dog?
0: Let me think. Was it the big guy, Eddie Lacy?
3: No. no. He wasn't there yet. He wasn't there yet? Yeah. yeah that it, was, was it way Grant? Before. No. Was it Grant? It wasn't Grant? No, was it, was know, it you, John Mishota? <laughs> it might as well, but no. <laughs> I don't even remember. It was like was. a... It, wasn't, it isn't like a big-name player. It was not a big-name player. I was going to say like James Starks, but I could be wrong. Uh, I'm looking up you're looking it up. I'm thinking
2: Starks too. I'm just I I've, I've seen the 44 yeah, in my face. I don't face. know. I'm not a I'm not a historian uh, of the game like that, but I'm talking about this team. Brandon Jackson. Yeah.
3: Brandon was it? Jackson, yeah. In the Super Bowl Starks had 11 for 52. So he was their ball. So Starks job. was the guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, James Starks back in the day. Um I going back to the original Point of this conversation in Dalvin Cook, I'm in team. I'm on team. Kick the tires, mm-hmm. give it an opportunity. Because if we're talking about a run game that can't be fixed, what what does it hurt? I mean, it doesn't hurt anybody to bring him in and at least look what's going on. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And you move on. I mean, that's just kind of how why do it you is. think he left the team he was at? Because they're losing and they're they're done. If you do yep. think the running game I mean, could be
3: fixed, what would it be like? What what could you do at this point in the season <clears> to? <throat> Obviously, execute. it's not going to just change everything, but
2: execute. And that's, that's I mean, it's, it's pure execution. It's no different than than your red zone worries in the, in the first half of the season, first you know, first handful of games. Everybody's execute. like, "Oh my
3: God, the red zone just trash."
2: Same place, just execute it better. Yeah, execution. All of a sudden, I at the top of the league in terms of red zone, red zone execution. So, so it's, just, it's I feel like the
3: best chance for that to happen is probably those offensive linemen at best five staying healthy. Yes,
2: absolutely. I yes. mean, but but even when you have your guys, you still got to take care of your assignments. Yep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like. I'm just saying, like, the expectation of this team, you need to be balanced going forward. Now, does that mean that, okay, C.D. Lamb can't just light him up? Yeah, absolutely. Right? But Brandon Cooks has been underutilized. Right? So, you can't just throw the ball to C.D. in the playoffs you know, and think he's going to get 200 yards a game. Like, it's just not. It's not a real thing. Like – Playoff football, like regular season football, and playoff football are two different things. Coaches mm-hmm. aren't taking nearly as many risks. Coaches aren't going to allow something that's happened in the regular season to happen in the playoffs. Like there's just certain things that just change. Your your whole outlook changes. Your approach changes. Right. The game plans change. All that stuff changes. You're no longer saving up stuff anymore. Right now I'm like I'm taking you out, CD. That's what you've been balling out. Listen, I don't give a dog on how many guys I got guarding the other cats. I'm not letting you beat me. Mm. And and if I'm not if I'm not worried about your running game. Then guess what? I don't really have, don't have much to worry about. Man, right obviously that's easier said than done. But I'm just telling you, like when it comes to the playoffs, man, like these cats ain't sleeping. These guys are not sleeping. That scouting department has already done all the homework on all the potential playoff uh, playoff teams. Every scouting department is doing that right now, and they have a full game plan, a full dog on binder that's six inches high for every single team that you might play, already mapped out.
3: I'm saying this right now, though, without a run game, they can beat everybody but the Niners. <laughs> In the NFC.
1: Yeah, I was about to yeah, say. In the NFC, in the for NFC. Sure.
3: I agree. I mean yeah, I, I mean, I mean they we're gonna really sit like, here. Like we're they gonna can. really sit here if they made it to the Super Bowl and be like, Man, what a disappointment. Like pretty <laughs> crazy. Let's just worry about the NFC right now.
1: That's fair. I it's think been a
3: long time since they get, they've done that. Let's like, just worry about the NFC. I but agree. Outside of the Niners, I'm saying if they get to the two seed and they're playing at home, that's the only team where I'm like, Man, they are gonna need uh, a little bit of a run game. Okay.
0: I know you're gonna get the break, but if 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 you if you if you make it to the Super Bowl and get blown out by Baltimore, is it still just like it's 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 it's, it's made a win. It. It's an accomplishment at that point. I mean,
1: it's going to hurt, but yeah, yeah, it's. A, I, I think it's. I'm a,
0: curious. I'm curious. There, there's
1: going to be some angry people just because of the way that it, it worked out. But uh, you
3: made it. I mean, after this long, again, there's Chiefs fans out in the parking lot that complain about Patrick Mahomes. Of yeah. course, there's always going to be people <laughs> yeah. complaining. I get that, but I'm just saying, if they made it to the Super Bowl regardless of what happens, I think most people would be pretty stoked.
1: Real quickly before we go to break, nine one five says uh, Lyle could be used in a jumbo package. Sure could.
3: Just bring him in. Sure
1: could. That, that's how you run the ball. You bring in Lyle Collins and, and he's, the, he's the answer <laughs> if he's eligible. Show Only if he's eligible. <laughs> All right. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys, we're going to preview the Washington offense versus the Cowboys defense. Almost almost mixed up my days, but Cowboys. Off, or no, Washington offense versus the Dallas defense. When we come back with more Talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the Cheetah Savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this Cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G, fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. App only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC.
2: Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you?
1: Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. This portion of the show is brought to you by Quaker Oats, a super trusted super food. Quaker Oats, the official oatmeal sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Did you get yours in, Kyle? Uh I I didn't mm. get them in today. I mm. didn't get them in. <laughs> Disappointment. I got some I had some eggs, potatoes, you and sure bacon. You sure
2: did. They stink.
1: Were they? Yeah, Stank. buddy. They, they stink? Bro. Oh, that's disappointing. Bro.
2: Hey.
0: Why are you making fun of his? I didn't breakfast? buy you
2: any hot sauce. How are you gonna tell
0: us to eat breakfast and make fun of his breakfast? bro? Yeah. Hey, hey, our hot sauce, I the hot
2: here. sauce challenge, I saw like at least five of those stores down there in New Orleans. Oh, they have a ton oh, yeah. of them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They have a ton of them. They,
0: they have a ton of them because they actually sell products. Yeah. Like, they,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, that's. I showed the representative the video of you. He <laughs> thought it was hilarious. He sent it to his manager. That's so funny. Of course, <laughs> they knew. <laughs> That's probably like a Pepper Palace like yeah, it's going to be a, yeah. in, the in the Hall, Hall of, the of Fame. Wall. Yeah. They're going to put all LCD screens up in the windows. <laughs> Just going to put it in put <laughs> it on the loop. On loop.
0: <laughs> you want to die like this, man?
1: <laughs> Come on in. All right, uh, real quickly, let's get to the Washington Offense. Uh, who's playing quarterback, guys?
0: Yeah, so that's that's a big question, right? Uh, going into last week, it was all week it was Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is about to take over, and then game day it was like, okay, it's going to be Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett will be the emergency third quarterback. It came out later that Brissett had been dealing with a groin injury later in the week. Um, so yeah, I, I think if you're the Cowboys, you prepare for both. Uh, you know what Sam Howell can bring to the table. You saw him on Thanksgiving, um, and you, you prepare for what Jacoby Brissett has put together with the 87 teams. That he's played with in the last
1: three years
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah there's a lot of tape on him there's a little different little uniforms tape. every time just a few different coordinators <laughs> it's,
3: ca- it's kind of a weird thing with me with this whole game and you talk about the quarterback situation just because it's like the coach obviously wants whoever gives them the best chance to win the game but don't you think the front office is probably like chill out a little to, bit we want to maybe get a higher draft pick here
1: they they currently hold the
3: number two pick you, that is where they're at. Are you talking about sandbagging the game? <laughs> Talk about tanking? I mean, when you have three teams at 4-12 and 12 between Washington, Arizona, and New England, the number one pick's already locked up with, with Carolina, which goes to Chicago. But Washington's right there for that two pick. If they don't feel that they absolutely have their quarterback of the future, mm. how are you turning down trying to get that two pick?
1: Yeah, it could either be... Drake May, or even Caleb Williams, if the Bears do something crazy another thing.
3: Fa- another factor for me, too, is just... Michael Penix. Yeah. But when there's new ownership, you don't think that new ownership is looking for something, especially if they don't feel. So, you have the head coach, who may or may not be there next year. Obviously, that coach wants to win. Mm. Tony, man, that, that final year of Matt Patricia in, in Detroit is why I think, I think yep. about this, is because they go and draft the corner instead of drafting Tua or Herbert because... Patricia wants to win right now, but what would have been better for the organization is getting yeah. Herbert or Tua. You know, I love how like you're you're setting all this up, and it's almost like a tin
1: hat theory. And you're talking about like the conspiracy when it actually it. I bet you that's what's happening.
3: Honestly, like there's 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 stuff like that. There happening, has to be in the people league. in that organization that yeah. do not want them to win the game. Not say it publicly. Yeah, you saw the
0: Cardinals GM on the sideline against
3: Philadelphia looking a, so uneasy. Like he looked he, he like, looked like. Oh.
0: <laughs> he looked like he looked like he was going through it whenever they
3: won that game. And, again, it's Cowboys-Commanders. And, and if you're a Commanders fan or an employee, you'd be, there's no way you want to lose to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think that you want to fall out of potentially him in the second pick in the draft. I don't think so either.
1: They do have some weapons, though. And the players are going to play. I mean, that's sure. the thing. The players are for going sure. to play because they're playing for their jobs. The they're playing for win. the future. Coaches, same thing. Yeah. But whenever they've got weapons on the outside like that, is it something that is... Is it scary enough to, to concern you, Isaiah, whenever you look at guys like McLaurin, Dotson, Samuel? I mean, these are guys that early in the season we were talking about as legitimate threats, and all of a sudden they're 4-12. and 12.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're still legitimate threats if you allow for them to get down the field. Mm-hmm. So it's all about just getting back there to that quarterback, whoever it may be, even if it's John. Uh, you got to get back there and try to hit these cats in the no, chest okay. and— <laughs> Sorry, John. Not for me. Um, I think it'd be great. You guys would be fine. No, I mean these receivers are still dangerous. I mean, just yeah. because their record is trash doesn't mean that they're trash. These guys are real. They got four real <laughs> receivers out there.
1: Do you remember um, what you called them? Going compost. Yeah, the, yeah. that was the defense. You yeah. were talking about the defense initially in the season, and we were like, "Wow, that's a little harsh, guys." And now they want—they've lost seven straight yeah. since then. Yeah. Yeah. So, you said but, it about
3: what? The Washington, Washington defense. You oh, said it was compost. compost. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, he called them compost. That's... That's interesting to me just because I generally think of when we come in here that we kind of might trash the opponent. And I say as using the voice of reason, like, guys, don't sleep on this, don't (laughs) sleep on that or whatever like that. Because I always end up leaving here at the end of the week being like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't overlook that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There was seeing that's why I think that moment stuck out to me so much, too, because he does that. He's like, guys, listen, like, don't. Overlook the way this team can yeah. block or the way this team can set <laughs> you up gotta
0: the run. Everybody, or, man. You got to respect right. that. The There's it, at least one comment on the YouTube every week. It's like Isaiah treats every opponent like the 85 Bears, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs>
2: except, for <laughs> yeah. except for
1: Washington, <laughs> except
2: for the Commanders. No, their defense is not good, but uh, their offense. <laughs> we'll is, talk about that
1: more tomorrow. Yeah,
2: their offense is very capable if they're if they have quarterback play. And right now they don't have quarterback play. It doesn't yeah. matter what resources you have at the receiver position if you can't find a way to get them the ball. It doesn't matter how good your person and it is. It doesn't matter how how much of a freaking genius your offensive coordinator is they have both of those pieces in place but they just don't have somebody to get them the ball with what happened last year with what happened down the stretch where you lose to
1: Washington you lose to Sam Howell in a game that could have helped you out in terms of playoff positioning does that stick in the back of your mind as a player yes does that stick in the back of your mind as a coach going into this absolutely I think so too I think there's an element to this game of it's they still haven't had enough revenge yeah they, they whooped them around the first time around at home but there's oh, when little... do they
3: whip when do they whip them around yeah, this in, in is DC. a little bit when do they whip them around in DC they don't really that's what I'm saying yeah so I think just stepping in the stadium getting ready for that mm-hmm. I find it hard to believe that they're going to be looking at this like oh this is the same commander's team that we just play at no. home I don't know how you could if you've been on this team for one year, two years, three years, four—they don't go into D.C. and just blow out the Commanders or whatever their name's going to be for that week.
0: <laughs> they're trying to, and they're trying to uh, rewrite this rhetoric around the road, uh, road performances, and they can't do anything this week to completely rewrite that. They could go out there and beat them seventy to nothing, and you'll still come out with road concerns going into the playoffs. Yeah, but with that in the back of their mind, and you take into account that they lost by twenty to this team last year in D.C. That's a divisional opponent. I think. I think. They'll find the fire for this game. I'm, I'm not worried about
1: that. I, I think they show up to play. Here's the last scores on the road in Washington the last couple of years. Uh, last year, 26 to six. You talked about a 20 point loss for the Cowboys. They won in a tight one in 21,
3: 27 to 20. And and, and in that tight one that year, mm-hmm. they won at 18d same 56, 56 to 14. 14. Yeah. So. Twenty-seven twenty is a real close game for what you were thinking it would be. That's a great point. Uh, the year before that, twenty-five to
1: three, we remember that game because that was a that was the game where Annie Dalton got flattened and nobody came to his help except for one, Lyle Collins, mm. who just got brought back. Good memory, just, just to keep up. Good memory. With. I remember uh, that. Yeah, uh 2019 31-21 Cowboys win and that was a tight game all the way up until the very end. You lost on the road in 2018 20 to 17. Yeah, you don't the, probably the biggest win that they've had on the road against Washington na- nickname here is 2017 and that was that was a 33 to 19 win. That's the last time
3: you really controlled the game throughout and won that game handily. And I can't think of one of those games going to, to them and thinking that the Cowboys didn't have the better team. Yeah. It's not like they I, – I feel like the entire time I've covered the team, I tell the people this all the time, I've covered teams in 2011. Mm-hmm. Other than the two Robert Griffin years, almost every single time the Cowboys go on the field against Washington, I think Cowboys are a better team. Yeah. But the scoreboard doesn't always say that.
1: Let's take our second break. When we come back, it's time to hit some national storylines. Who are some of the teams that the Cowboys will face in the playoffs? Possibly. And possibly want to face in the playoffs. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to talking Cowboys. Back here on talking Cowboys. This segment of the show is brought to you by Invisalign, the official smile of the Dallas Cowboys. Isaiah Stanback, Nick Harris, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans and John Manchota has our national storylines.
3: Yeah, so with the Cowboys having a chance at the 2 seed, you know, we have some changes to the scenarios potential playoff opponents here. Mm-hmm. And so I want to update things and play the game again of who would be the best and worst round 1 opponents for them because we've done it before where we Let's thought it would be the 4 versus 5, but so right now if they got the 2 seed, you're looking at the most likely teams they would face would have to be between The Rams, Packers, and Seahawks. Mm -mm. There are other teams, but those would be the three most (laughs) likely. The what? Mm -mm. Rams, Packers, Seahawks. You don't want to face the Seahawks. Oh, stop it. You're on timeout. Why is that? Because they match up to
2: they match up against you better than any of those other teams. You're on timeout. They have the defensive personnel to match up against your receivers.
3: So my thing about why I wouldn't be as scared about Seattle is because I thought for them to play Dallas as well as they did earlier in the year that Geno Smith played almost the game of his life, and I don't think he can do that again. Why am I wrong? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Geno Smith also didn't have his starting running back. Okay. Against the Dallas defense that struggles against the run. So, yeah, they didn't have their home run hitter. So, I mean, they, and they gave you problems still while Tyler Lockett was dropping touchdown passes. Yeah. True. So I mean so that's not a team that you want to face. Out of those 3 teams you yeah, don't want DK to face. DK
1: Metcalf it. also had the t- game of his life. No, nah, not the
2: game of his life. DK Metcalf did DK Metcalf type stings.
1: He's never had 3 touchdowns in a game ever. Okay. He had a set he set a career high in yards which is the definition of a career game.
3: Kyle, do you think that there's some <laughs> Seattle bias being played into this? A little bit, yes. not at all. Okay, I think Seattle's a
2: good team. But all, don't get me wrong. Have, play Seattle if you want to.
3: We all have our biases. <laughs> yeah, play Seattle if you want to. We all have our biases because for me, it's I, I wouldn't want to play the Rams because I've seen what like st- with how Hot Stafford at his best, yeah. and so I think for me, that's why I'm like, yeah, I don't know if you'd really want to see that. But again, I'm being, I'm, I'm. Being honest, I'm just being biased about that. So for the, it may be the Rams, but
0: uh, look, Seattle to get into the playoffs, they yeah, need. Yeah, re- I get that. They, well, hold on. Yeah. To get into the playoffs, to get the seventh seed, mm. they need Green Bay to lose at Lambeau against the Chicago Bears. I, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't Justin think they, I
2: get in. I get it. Hey, listen, I understand it's <laughs> a, a long shot for them to get in, but if they get in, that's not a team that you want to play. Duh. <laughs> There's I'm, so much I can I'm, say here. I'm more scared and, and of the Rams. feel free to say it. I
0: understand where you're coming from. I'm just more scared of the Rams. I'm, why would you be more scared of the Rams? What do you, they have? You, They have a running game that you have not seen before. Probably one of the better running games in the NFL with Kyron Williams. They have multiple weapons. Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup. I mean, they have a different guy every week that's stepping up. Tutu Atwell. Outside of Aaron a Donald, who are you worried about? Uh, defensively? defensively? I mean, yeah, yeah. There's, That's what I'm saying. There's nothing yeah. that can stop
2: you from scoring.
0: Yeah, but I mean, that's a scary offense. And we've seen what teams can do whenever they wind the Cowboys down with a really good running game and they I, take over the time right. possession. It doesn't matter what they have defensively. And we saw that in
2: Buffalo, yeah. kind of. I, I'm more concerned about teams that can stop Dallas from scoring. That's my concern. I, uh, and they that, can stop them by scoring that, by that, taking the ball. Like any, we, we can sit up here and say any team that can run the ball effectively or be balanced on, uh, on their side of the ball offensively can be a threat to Dallas's defense. We understand that. Okay, Dallas has not proven himself week in and week out that they can stop the run. So any team that has that ability, especially teams that are balanced to have speed on the outside and can run the ball, that's the that's a, that's a dangerous, that's a dangerous, that's a dangerous combination. That's, I'm, I'm more concerned. So I'm, that's more con- I'm more. I'm more concerned about you. Seattle's receivers than I am about the Rams' receivers. The Rams have two receivers. Seattle has three. The Seahawks just oh. got outgunned by me I, I hear you guys talking about the what ended up with the end result. I'm talking about personnel matchups that's what football comes down to, personal if, matchups. If Matthew Stafford was playing so,
3: for Seattle, I agree with you.
2: But I hear you. I, so the quarterback position—that's a whole other conversation. But I'm just talking about that's matchups. The scariest position. So look at it. who can out of those three teams, who can stop Dallas's
3: offense? Oh, Seattle would. I would be the team I would think of yeah, the best. So, 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 so if
2: you go into a game feeling like Dallas can't score at at will, that doesn't bother you? They put up 41 I was points. Say, they
0: did just have a pretty damn good day against that defense. They put
2: up 41 points, points against that defense. And that, and that offense was scoring right with you, too. So, I'm saying, like, I, I, saying I would like it goes The only way
3: I'd say I agree with you is if they had to play at Seattle.
2: Okay. No, that, that changes it, the game.
3: Yeah. But because it's in Dallas, that that that's the only reason why. Yeah. 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 What were you, Who were you going to say?
2: Uh...
1: I don't care with any of them. I think the Cowboys boat race any anybody that they play in Whoa, the first round. Wow. Boat race? Yeah. I, <laughs> <That's>... At home, <laughs> give me anybody. But the yes. – I would say – Give me the 85
0: tro- Bears. <laughs> give me the yeah, Detroit Lions.
1: Yeah, give me, oh. give me anybody. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, if I had to pick a team, it would be the Rams because they're the hottest team right now. You didn't see them in full strength when you saw them the first time around, and they have found that balance – And they have the speed on the outside. Even Cooper Cup wasn't completely healthy whenever you played him the first time around. He's healthy. Puka Nakua is still a dude. Matthew Stafford's getting hot. They're able to get some stops on defense. I think that's that's the team I would probably not worry about. But the Cowboys are beating all three of those teams.
3: No feeling of... Green Bay being the boogeyman, like it's been in the past. It
1: would be interesting to see Mike McCarthy versus Green Bay in a playoff scenario. That would be interesting, but I don't. I'm not really worried about it as much as. I think some people would be. I'm not worried about Green Bay. I think,
0: yeah, I think Green Bay is probably the best matchup. And yeah. uh, For the fans who are wondering kind of what to root for this weekend, depending on what team you want in that first round, uh, the Rams and Niners game is going to be a big determining factor in everything. If if you're like me and you think the Green Bay Packers will just walk through the Chicago Bears at home, then the winner, if the Rams beat the Niners, they are the sixth seed. If they mm-hmm. lose to the Niners, they are the seventh seed. And you're thinking, hey, that's the Niners. That's a really good team. Niners will probably sit everybody. They're
3: going to probably worse. So there's,
0: there's a lot to play into that that's uh, that's probably what you look at if you're rooting for Green Bay then root for the Rams to win that
3: game hmm. next one I had was what I think is the biggest NFL storyline right now and is that Panthers owner David Tepper throwing a drink <laughs> on a Jaguars <laughs> fan in Jacksonville um, when I'm watching the video over again it cuts away from it's a fan I had a video in the stands it cuts away from like I can't see David Tepper's reaction but it's one of those where you, you wonder at what point Will you Like, does the brain tell you, this is a really bad idea? Is, like, the drink still in the air? Does it hit the person? Whatever. Have you guys ever been that angry during a sporting mm. event where you almost threw a drink or did something that you know you would have regretted later on? Mm. Yeah. At a person or just in general? Just in general. Okay.
0: Because, like, I... I probably wouldn't say like out of person. I I yeah. I, don't, I don't let people kind of get in my feelings at at sporting events, but as far as teams, I'll let teams get in my feelings at sporting events. Let me th- I'm trying to think though.
1: Yeah, I would I never turn physical like nah. unless somebody wanted to get physical with me or my family first, then it then it's on. Like yeah. if somebody wants to to actually get after it, then that's that's their problem. But I'm never going to be the one to initiate contact like throwing a drink at somebody or or laying hands on somebody like that's
2: not happening. I have a lot of emotional intelligence. I'm not.
3: Doing yeah, that. I'll just trash like you, talk. That's I, it,
2: like, to me, that's a, that's a very arrogant. I'm I'm better than you type of yeah. type of move. From
3: you've you. played at such a high level, I feel like out of this group, you've had to have the most moments with <laughs> fans and just other people that probably yeah, tried nothing. to. You ever had anything thrown
2: at you? I've had racial slurs. I've had a lot of stuff. Nothing gets me yeah. there. Like physically, like that's their job. that's literally their job like that's what they're there for you know so like because they're not cheering for your team you get mad and throw a drink at them from your suite yeah way to go bud (laughs) it's it's, it's, a it's a it's a a a-hole move it's a jerk move it's a it's a a, i'm it's a bougie move Mm.
3: worse for you in the pros or when you're at washington Uh, I just feel like college fans uh, might be crazier sometimes. I don't hear what they say. I really
2: don't hear what they say. Now, my mom wouldn't go to my college games and sit amongst the fans because my Mm. mom would beat somebody up in a heartbeat. So (laughs) she does not have the emotional intelligence I have. So my mom would not like, she didn't like going to the games and sitting amongst everybody. Not because she was bougie, but because she might put hands on
3: somebody. I love that. If
2: they said something crazy about it. That's
3: true because I was thinking even if you're sitting around like that team's like you're you're you all your teams fans and you hear like somebody talking like I can't believe the coach is leaving Isaiah in there still. Like we need to mm-hmm. put a different quarterback in yeah, and you yeah, to hear that and be takes. like what are you talking
2: <laughs> about? Yeah. You know? My mom's gonna snap off. She is yeah, she gonna pop off in a heartbeat. So yeah. But no, in terms of fans saying stuff to me, like I literally laugh. Like I love being the I I love being that guy. The you know antagonist. Yeah, I mean like no, I'm not gonna say nothing to you, but I'm like if you're talking mess to me, I'm gonna smile at you, I'm gonna laugh and then I'm gonna go score. Yeah, did you see the
1: Washington fans talking to the Texas fans after yeah. the game?
2: Washington players. They. Like, the, I, I wish. Yeah, they sorry, just, not, not I fans. wish they would have just walked in the locker room. But yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: there was like a whole group of Washington players that were just
2: jawing at Texas yeah. fans in I, the end zone. I'm a big advocate of silence is the best response. Mm. Winning is the best response. Winning and silence, and winning right? And like silence, like yeah. I don't need to say anything <laughs> to you. Like I think the most <laughs> the most smack talking I've ever had in a game was against Lodi Nada yeah. in mm. Oregon. That's scary, dude. Yeah, I mean, he got me eventually. <laughs> I got him, but he got me. But, like, I don't talk. It's just not my thing. I'm just like, okay, I'll be back. Yeah. Uh, only other one I wanted to get to was just – Well, I want to hear your
1: answer on that one. Have you ever gotten to that point? Uh, Florida State, <laughs> little Florida State game. Throw, did you throw your drink at the playoff selection committee maybe?
3: No, no. I mean, that's probably the most angered I've been, but it was yeah. more disappointed, like, sure. whatever. But, no, when I go to, like, Florida State games and that, I, uh, <laughs> I'm usually – not around with like a lot of other Florida State fans because um, most of the games I've gone have been Florida State road games. So yeah. I kind of know my surroundings. Like, hey, don't be an idiot, you know? Um, <laughs> That's smart, too. <laughs> number one rule I've always said, don't be an idiot. <laughs> don't be an idiot. Um,
4: John's usually in a suite. So yeah. yeah. I will He's say, though, thinking think of being in the
3: press box, though, when you are in the stands, you do hear a lot more conversation of things that make you just roll your eyes. I'll tell you the number one thing that bothers me in... I know nobody cares about the refs, but I hate when we're sitting far away and someone just keeps complaining about a call. I'm just like, there's no way you can see that from here. And they're just so fired up about it, you know, and, and you're just in the stands. There's no, like, replay or anything. You're just sitting there you're like, how are you – you can't – there's no way you could see this. You don't know if this is the right call or the wrong call or whatever like that. That one bothers me, especially in baseball with, the, with balls and strikes. I'm just like, we can't see that from over here. What are we doing? Hmm. So I try not to get fired up about that stuff, but I'm sure there was a time not to throw a drink on somebody. I would yeah, do that. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. Uh, NFL <laughs> did send out a memo reminding all teams about their players reporting uh, um, offensive linemen that are going to be eligible receivers. Basically, they showed they showed a video of the end of the Cowboys Lions game and made it pretty clear that you know it's the players' responsibility that hey, you have to make sure that they know that you're you know. Trying to get away from the whole let's not send three guys at the official and trying So if know, the
2: official starts running away, just like get in front of him. Like, ah!
3: <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> ah! Ah! I, I mean, in a way, I think you do they, have to they, go up to them they, and go, hey, hey. They you still haven't said 70, whatever. but it's me. It's me. Yeah. I'm 68. But then again, if you do that, though. Then the other team is like, whoa, whoa! Why whoa. is he going out of his yeah, way to go back really, up there? And then you, or if you showed, put your
2: hands on a referee and stop him from right. running
3: away, then it's a flag on you. <laughs> right, right.
2: The ref, they just need to admit that. Yeah. anyways. Yeah.
3: Well, there's that too. Yeah. There's there's several layers to it. That's why people we'll are still it, talking though. about it several days later. We will yeah. take it.
1: That's interesting though to think about how extensive that one play, how much that's been talked about. It. I mean. It, we talked about this a little bit post-show yesterday, but if Dallas loses the game, the play you're talking about is throwing the ball to Brandon Cooks deep after the tripping penalty, and it's that scenario, as opposed to this scenario
3: when Dallas wins the game because you got the ineligible man. Well, if they then, score on that, though, you're also, if you were a Cowboys fan, would be saying, wait, I thought they said 70 was eligible. That you don't think players would be too? saying that yeah. after the game? They're like, why did 68 get? They said 70 was eligible. The other side would be complaining, too, that's about the same as that point. call.
1: Yeah. Man crazy stuff from last saturday all right there's our national storylines when we come back tomorrow it's qb vision we're going to take a look at this what, what did you call it again? Uh, compost. Compost Washington defense.
2: Even more compost
1: than it was before.
0: Oh, not to say. I throw oh, a quick note? They do run three off-the-ball linebackers now. They run a lot of quarters. It's a little bit of a different defense. I think quarters. it'll take a little, a couple of drives to get used to. That's all I'm saying. Ooh. I think it'll be a little sloppy. That's all I'm saying. Dallas okay. by 50. All right. For Chris
1: Beam, Isaiah Stanback, John Machota, Nick Harris, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from Talking Cowboys. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com. And the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about
4: this, cowboys? Yeah!